Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella with you this morning. Good morning, Mike. So good to see you. Another week just flew by. I hope you're doing well. You're looking I, good. I'm doing well. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, brother. And oh my. this is like one of my favorite times of the year. You know, our girls that have been with us now for the last four years, they love Christmas. There's yeah. something about Christmas. Sure. But out of all the other holidays, for them, it's always about the food. <laughs> the food they just they love american food and oh, they wow. are just you know the pumpkin pie and, and the stuffing and so this is still all new to them really it is I mean, how many years it, uh, before it's four years now in wow, march yeah wow. yeah but they love thanksgiving but man we're so thankful that you're listening today just a reminder you can always listen on our website eight days of hope.com we also uh have a podcast that uh, you can listen to the past recordings, future recordings, all that. Today, Mike, we have some special guests, friends of mine. I was thinking yesterday about the Pickens. We have Terry and Dana Pickens. Okay. Uh, they, um, I want to say they live in Mississippi, but they really live all over the world. <laughs> and they're they're in studio with us here in Buffalo. I'm excited. I'm looking across the table. And yes. I'm saying, there's a glow on that side of the table. Always. They're always they're always just pleasant. This look at the, the smiles, and they got a lot to share with us today. And Mike, they have been everywhere. Mm. They Terry was on the first Eight Days of Hope trip in December of 2005. The very first one. And wait till you hear how that kind of came to be, what he thought he was going to be doing, <laughs> and what he, what he ended up doing. That's how it always is, yeah. isn't it? See, when I, when, when I say, hey, brother, you want to come serve with us, you don't tell them everything they'll be doing because they might say no. Well, you don't tell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm only kidding. But in the last year, they've been to Africa, they've been to Colorado, they've mm. been across America with Eight Days of Hope. They, they do missions yeah. nonstop. They're missionaries. They yes, do this 52 yes. weeks a year. Well, I'll tell you, last time they were in Buffalo, we had the privilege that they stayed at our house. And oh, they did. Just, you I know, didn't know that. At the end of the day, you're tired. You want to, but the stories we started talking yeah. about, and the things they were sharing, just it brought us closer to Christ, and it was just just a good, good experience. And I won't go to the Buster Bars that we have because they're up here now, <laughs> and Dairy Queen's closed. So sorry, can we couldn't get them. But anyway, the interesting thing too, Mike, um, you lead worship for Eight Days of Hope, and people, you yes. know what? Maybe you're listening to you're like, what is Eight Days of Hope? I'm driving down the road. I always listen to WDCX. I'm never up this early on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Eight Days of Hope is a ministry that helps families rebuild their homes for free. Yes. After natural disasters. It started in 2005. Mm -hmm. My father living in Buffalo calls me living in Tupelo, Mississippi. And the gold mic was simple. Let's go help out one family. Find yeah. a widow, an elderly couple. Let's go find somebody and help them after that storm called Katrina. Remember that? Yeah. Hurricane Katrina, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that was the goal. That and was the hope. And, and how many people actually showed up, Steve? Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the biggest. Okay, so there's know. two answers to that. We had about... 500 people sign up, but 684 people showed up. <laughs> oh, we fed goodness. them and lodged them. Mike, we were sleeping in hallways. Oh, boy. It was crazy. It mm. was, we rebuilt 84 homes, shared the gospel with dozens and dozens and dozens of, of people. Uh, we saw people come to meet Jesus for the first time. Volunteers who thought they knew the Lord realized they didn't have a clue who he was. Really? And, 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 and it, so this adventure called Eight Days of Hope. We've now gone all over the country, okay. from Hawaii to North Carolina to Texas to Illinois. Uh, we've helped 
5,500 families now rebuild their homes for free, some from the ground up. And recently, you sent materials to the Bahamas. Yes, first ever. Now, again, I don't think that's the new arm of the ministry, but uh, God opened some doors. We we have sent some res- resources down the Bahamas. Actually, I'll be there in 10 days. I'm going down there. We okay. partner with four different churches, four different denominations, all Christian churches, though, that are loving and serving the brokenhearted. And uh, donations we got here in Buffalo and across mm-hmm. the country um, we're, we're sent down there. $51 million of work now wow. has been done by the 8 Desert Volunteers. See, Think it's, about that, Mike. It, it, it's it's mind-blowing. Million. It's mind-blowing, but also something you said, you're connecting with other ministries. It's not all about 8 Days of Hope, no. even though God yeah. is using it in a powerful way. Many stories will be told on, on, on the broadcast here, but you're, you're connecting with other ministries that can help support or we can support, and it's getting people it's getting the gospel out, and it's helping serving people. And now safe houses. We just wrapped up our first ever, oh Mike, my. our first ever safe house for sex traffic victims mm-hmm. in Houston. We just pulled out last week. Wow. The volunteers were there. They remodeled, renovated two different homes. Really? And I'm telling you, I mean, I was there, Mike. Um, mm. it, was, it is amazing to know what God is doing through these precious volunteers who, sure. who come there. You know, yes, we feed them, we give them a place to lodge, but they take time away from their wives or husbands or kids or businesses or ministries or the golf course, mm-hmm. and they use their gifts yeah. to love and serve the broken hearts. So, so let's back up. 2005, Katrina hits. You go down there, over 600 people. Now let's fast forward it. There's rebuild arm of the ministry. Yes. There's a rapid response. Goes anywhere within 36 hours. You don't have to be skilled. Right. Do tarp roofs, do chainsaw work, gut homes, salvage items for people who had flooding or a tornado or an ice storm. Yeah, so those two arms. Okay, and then the distribution. Yes, if What's you're a that? local church and you have things that you need for people in your church or in your community that you're trying to love on, sign up for that arm of the ministry. Um, we just recently... On the last three years now, three and a half years, about $3 million of product, Mike. Wow. We're talking about furnishings and mattresses and paint and cabinets. And so if you're a ministry or a local church, you can sign up for the distribution ministry. Go to 8daysofhope.com. You can spell out the number 8 or write it, 8daysofhope.com. Click distribution ministry. Give us the name of your church or your ministry, your mm-hmm. 501c3 number, and every two months we'll let you know. So you have those three things and... The safe houses, which you yes. just mentioned, but uh, yes. is the most exciting and recent thing that we're In last week, Mike, I think you know this, but last week I had the chance to shoot a video. Oh, here we go. Yes. I, think I know who you're talking about. So we shot a video with a group called For King and Country, Joel and Luke Smallbone, who are mm-hmm. passionate about the movement to love the the rescued that have been trafficked with their movie Priceless. Okay. So they shot a promotional video with us. Actually, they shot a couple of videos. They shot mm-hmm. a, a video that we're going to be sharing and also a video, a 90-second video that they and us will be sharing to try to get people to go. either pray, volunteer, or donate to serve with eight days of hope. You know, the backdrop to that, um, Rebecca St. James yes. is is uh, Mr. Smallbone's daughter back in back in the day, and she is involved with this also, is she not? She is. Their whole family is amazing. You know, and they've been friends in Western York with Kingdom Bound. That's right. I think Rebecca's first concert, um, the first year I ever... Okay, here's another story. Okay, we'll wrap <laughs> here up we here. Go. Yeah. The, so I got saved in 1993, and the leader, the founder of Kingdom Bound, Fred Caserta, right. went to the same church. And I was working with the youth. He said, Steve, come work the youth stage. I'm like, oh, I don't know, Fred. You know, I've only been a believer for five months, but okay, I'll come serve, you know. There you go. And so he, he calls me um, 
and says, hey, is Charmaine there, my wife? I said, yeah. He goes, well, there's this new artist, and she's doing the first concert ever at the Grove, and that's like a little cabin with like sure. 50 people showing up. Mm-hmm. He goes, I want you to pray with her, but your wife's got to be there if you're going to pray with her because you never pray with a lady without a lady there. <laughs> that's right. Yes, sir, no problem. And, he, and I said, well, what's your name? He goes, well, her name's Rebecca St. James. And so that was Rebecca's first concert in America, right here at Kingdom House. And you prayed for her. Well, I think Charmaine did, because <laughs> well, I was—I right. didn't want to mess that prayer up, you know. And, and, and I was a new believer, so you know, you know how you stumble out of the gate. So but many it's good amazing stories. how God connects a date dots. That's, what yeah. 30, 30 years later? I'll tell you, and it's Crazy. still rolling. You know, I know. Kingdom House going. The Small Bone family are investing into not only Christian music, but to take the step of these safe houses it's just so 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 important yeah so we'll be sharing that video with you by the end of the year on our youtube channel yes we have a youtube channel on our website but i want to thank joel and luke smallbone and, and the entire management team for allowing to do we did that right in houston they oh, were playing wow. that night so we had a chance chandler so, Gurley, my assistant or our assistant you know because she assists everyone she's such sure. a blessing and then uh, dale came in and shot the video so so y- your face is going to be on this video and we're going to see yeah i know i know right. now i've worked with these guys over the years so i'm not like you know i mean i love their music i love their heart but you know it's it's these these they were kids pulling wire at kingdom bound 20 years ago oh yeah i mean great, great they grew family. up in the ministry yeah <laughs> Crazy. really <laughs> now it's like oh you see Chandler. I just can't wait to see you on video. Oh, I bet you can. That'd be so okay, cool. Okay, Mike. All right, let's nail that one to the cross. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. How's your family doing, Mike? We are doing well. Are you? We're Thanksgiving just uh, it's such a reminder of the many, many blessings. I'm not trying to sound all fluffy here, but that's the best and our favorite time of year mm. is, uh, is we're preparing for that. It just brings us together. A lot of changes. You know, there's some things that have happened sure. in this past year, but it just strengthens us as a family and brings us close to God. Now, your family lost a loved one just yeah. recently, and this will be your first big holiday yeah. without him. Yeah. Um, Mike, you were a pastor for, for you know, multiple decades, and, and you've been in ministry for a long time. This is your family, so right. it, it affects you even differently. Coach some of us. When we know somebody— a neighbor, someone we work with, and this is their first big holiday without their mom or their wife, or maybe they lost a child. Sure. Help us. I mean, teach me. I'm, I don't want to just sound so, you just got to love on one another. And sometimes that's just being in the same room at the same time. And number one, don't go on past issues. If there's issues in families or relationships that, you know, it's just when it comes to, I always say there's two things. When it comes to death and marriage, um, those two things everything's off the table it's all about relationship it's all about forgiving and forgetting mm. and just being because you know people react different ways when they're grieving and when they're hurt and I, loving on one another is just you, you might not even have to say anything just go sit next to the person you know oh what you know a little conversation just you know i have sat with my son-in-law <clears throat> on some Thursday night football and things like that that I haven't normally done because his mm-hmm. dad's always been there. Oh. And all we do is sit there and, and talk about the game and every once in a while interject something. He loves bubble tea. I went out and bought him a gift card for bubble tea. Oh, nice. I, I never had this stuff before, and I had, what the, what is this? Sticks and bubbles in this tea. Now my but girls anyway. can tell you about bubble tea, Mike, because <laughs> yeah. bubble tea is pretty good. But, but yeah, so the just, little things. It's the little things that mean a lot, Steve, yeah. I'll tell you, um, there's something about touch, uh, you know, yeah. I remember my mom has been gone many years, but I remember seeing someone at the funeral that you didn't expect to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a word isn't spoken. Right. And they just come up and they give you a hug. I mean, there a real is. hug. There it is. Um, we're just letting you know that, right. you know, they're there for you. 
you know, there's something. Yeah, it, the embrace, and you don't you don't have to say anything. There's a, I got, I call it a vibe. There's a, something in the, mm. in the spirit th- of, of it that just goes right through you. I think that's Jesus. I, I know oh, it is. Hey, that's kind of his like his you way know. of just embracing. And there's a moment in time where there's a connection yes. that you just can't do on your own, and that's what Jesus expects. Go Good hug stuff. somebody. I've we'll got goosebumps somebody. and tears in my eyes, and we haven't even talked to our guests yet. Uh, we can't wait for you to meet Terry and Dana Pickens. Thank oh, you, Mike, yeah. for sharing that, by yeah. the way. I appreciate that. I hope our listeners benefit from that as well. Mm. Um, you're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm here with Mike Fiello. He's the guy with all the wisdom that's sharing that. that, oh, really? that boy, that was good stuff, though. That oh, really was. But we're really excited to have our guest today. But we want to thank our partners, our partners, Life Church in West Seneca. Pastor Pete, thank you so much. Life Church, uh, boy, they stepped up big time with Eight Days Old Buffalo, mm-hmm. a great body of believers. If you're looking for a church, a lot of good ones in Western New York. Uh, but, boy, they are one of the best. But check out Pastor Pete. Well, check out Life Church and Pastor Pete and, and the group there. I also want to give a shout-out to Niagara Gutter. Brad Klein, the owner of Niagara Gutter, you can reach out to Niagara Gutter. This is the time to do it because snow is coming your way. It's coming our way, isn't it, Mike? Oh. I live in Elma. We get a boat, 139 inches last year, but who's counting? Um, yeah, but give Brad a call at 716-695-3500, 716 3500 Mention eight days of hope, and he's going to give you a discount. We all like discounts, right? Oh, we do. Man, we do. You. You're listening to Hope Rains. We'll be back in a minute right here on WDCX. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey, friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country over the past 14 years and have served families whose homes were damaged by hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, and other disasters. Over 5,500 families have received assistance with the rebuilding of their homes for free all in the name of Jesus. Over $50 million of labor has been donated by over 40,000 volunteers. Now God has opened another door for Eight Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This fall, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new arm of the ministry. We will be helping existing ministries who provide safe homes for sex trafficked victims with an option for us to build or renovate a facility so they can expand their care. Please be in prayer as this new ministry launches. For more information about Eight Days of Hope, our rapid response arm, our rebuilding arm, or now our safe house construction arm, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, welcome back to Hope Rain. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiel with you on this beautiful Saturday, crisp 
pre-Thanksgiving morning, just a couple days away. Has your wife started making the food yet? Uh, we've been buying it and putting it together, um, but we haven't started that just yet, but the smell is in the air. What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite one food, dessert, meal, turkey, whatever, uh, side item? What's the one thing like you're, yes. I like this stuffing. That, that that stuff that goes inside the turkey, and then once you you know once it, and I like to go there and take that thing, okay. squirt, squirt it on. Anyway, it, it, the the stuffing's my favorite. So I moved to Mississippi in 1999, and the first year I moved there, one of my neighbors said, "Steve, are you going to fry your turkey? Fry what?" So I went about a fryer, I stuck it in my garage, I took a frozen turkey. Don't do this, Mike. I didn't know you had to thaw this the is- turkey out first. I put the frozen turkey in the the fryer, and that sucker shot out like a cannon. <laughs> About had a fire, and my neighbor's like, what are you doing in there? Oh, my. But anyways, goodness. so we fry our turkeys, Mike. Do you really? Oh, my gosh. And it is unbelievable. So the lesson, the Peanut oil. that store. Oh, really? Peanut, Peanut oil. oil. you got to okay. thaw your turkey out. So don't put a frozen turkey <laughs> in a fryer. <laughs> that kind of goes along with don't pick up a hammer because you'll start running. They'll run the other way. Oh, my Steve gosh. Okay. All right. Let, all anyway, right. we're kidding. All we're right. kidding. We're happy kidding. Thanksgiving. Pre-happy Thanksgiving. Hey, want to welcome our guests, Terry and Dana Pickens from Mississippi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We you're in Buffalo. Is this too cold for you? Nah, it's okay. <laughs> it's, uh, Terry's like ah, it's okay. Dana's like ah, I'm ready to go back to Mississippi. Now down there you have the humidity. Up here we have the coldness or the crispness in the air, and we have the snow. It's coming, you know. Have you guys ever seen snow? We have. Okay. Yeah. Because you were in Colorado for a while. We were in Colorado. All right. Let's not jump start. So Terry and Dana, tell us a little about yourself, your family where you live, and then we'll talk a little bit about your missionaries. This is what you do full-time. You don't have like a side business. 52 weeks a year, you're serving the kingdom somewhere for the kingdom. So who wants to start? Dana, is that you or is that Terry? Yeah, we'll start at Terry's point in Dana. Dana, tell us a little about your family. Okay, we have uh, two children, uh, adult children, our daughter, her husband, our Four grandchildren now live in Uganda. Oh. They have uh, two children uh, that are five years old, two that are seven years old. And then we have our son who lives now in Mississippi, back with us, working there um, close to home. So So he's back at home and a story there in itself. Oh, wow. So go go back to the Uganda situation. How does a parent i mean obviously you're missionaries so that affected your 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 children and now they're out serving but uganda how'd that come about in 2007 uh my daughter kelly first had the opportunity to go to uganda with another church in our association and long story short i was then invited to go so we went and served there for 14 days and god just got a hold of both of our hearts and she said when she got home she said i'm going back someday i want to go and work in an orphanage and god had already prepared a young man and they were already talking to each other that's a term mike where there's interest in one another they're talking (laughs) they're talking okay that's a southern thing okay Okay, go ahead okay so they were talking they uh, eventually married and uh, began sponsoring well before they married they started sponsoring a little girl that she and I met when we were there in 2007 so they uh, 
we knew they would eventually end up on the mission field. They did missions and different things throughout their life. And he's a sure. basketball coach, and okay. so his That's ministry right. was on the court. That's right. I got you. And so, so they they ended up uh, just last year going to Uganda, building a school from the ground up, and will eventually have dorms for vulnerable children. Uh, and they're still there. They're still there. And you just you were just there recently. We were. Uh, we were there for seven weeks in uh, July wow. and August. Seven weeks. Uh, now, now is, is that where The Lion King was filmed? Oh, <laughs> Whatever that movie was, no? Uh, you don't know. No, okay. it's in... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm just messing with you. Okay, yeah. Terry, let's let's go. Let's step back. Let's move away from The Lion King. All right. How did you learn about Eight Days Old? Because you were on that first trip. And uh, now you were a li- you are or were a licensed electrician right. in the state of Mississippi. So tell the listeners how Terry Pickens got involved with Eight Days of Hope. All right. Well, my background is electrical and plumbing. So uh, um, one night I came home and Dana was on the uh, uh, internet looking at the AFR and uh, American Family Radio, and uh, they said that they were going. Someone was carrying a small group of people down to the coast and needed some uh, Mississippi State licensed electricians. So I thought to myself, I said, well, I can go work on a crew and and help out. (laughs) So I said, sign me up. Now, now listeners, he said, work on a crew. Follow the story. (laughs) Go ahead, Terry. (laughs) So I told her to sign me up, and she did. And uh, it wasn't too much longer until I got a phone call from this guy that said, Hello, I'm Steve Tiber. <laughs> Can you come down early? And uh, I said, well, I guess I could. He said, because uh, you were the only licensed electrician in the state of Mississippi. True story. Up. True story. And I said, oh, okay. Because <laughs> so, uh, you, you were going to work on a crew. Yeah. You I'm, were the crew. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Surprise. that's... So I went home. I went on down early, and I got there, and it was uh, there was another guy from uh, Arkansas, uh, Jim Sharp, which we are still friends. Yes. And um, uh, he still lives in Arkansas, and it was he and I and and Steve, Mm. and we, I ended up uh, getting all the permits for all the electrical jobs. Yes. And uh, actually got licensed in Bay St. Louis, and uh, so. When everything started, I went out on a crew. And uh, I was working on a crew and I started getting these phone calls. Uh, I need to know about this. I need to know how to do this. I need <laughs> so I ended up actually overseeing the whole electrical. All 84 homes that need electrical work. Terry Pickens, who thought he was going to work out a crew. Out of crew, is the crew. Yeah, but that's what God does sometimes. He stretches you, didn't he, Terry? Uh, and we, we, but the Lord worked it out. We got everything done and uh, worked well. The inspectors worked well with us, and uh, it, was a good, it was a good trip. So, Mike, Terry and I, I love Terry, and mm-hmm. I know, and I know mm-hmm. he loves me. He shows me a lot of grace. We're a little bit of opposites. Mm-hmm. I, I move very quickly. I talk very quickly, and I drive very quickly. Okay. Mike, he doesn't move as quick. <laughs> he does speak a lot slower, and the dude has never had a speeding ticket in his entire life. Um, but isn't it amazing, Terry, how God has brought you and Dana and those other 150 leaders together to do something way bigger than any one of us or it a group is. of us could ever do? It is. I, I was fortunate to be on the first 
because I saw us, our warehouse was a tent and uh, or, or just out in the open and and the, the way it has uh, has the Lord has blessed now with the two facilities and uh, uh, I actually when I came up uh, to do some uh, uh, helping the warehouse up here I brought some supplies up and I'm carrying some supplies back as right. I go you know and right. uh, but I do I, I want to say this um, when we were in uh, I pronounce it Picahune, Mississippi. But Pip, Mike, Picayune, Mississippi. Picayune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We that's the town that we passed through on our first. That's right. Uh, trip. So Jim and uh, Steve and I stopped at the Pizza Hut there one night. I don't know if you remember it or not. And we were talking, and Steve was, you know, he just got everything running through his head, and he said, "Who knows where God will take this?" I never have forgotten that. He said, "Who mm. knows where God has taken that? Will mm. take this?" Sure. I remember that meeting we were, at Pizza Hut. We it was us three. We had been down. And yes. yes. Oh my gosh. I, I've never forgotten wow. that, and I've because I was fortunate to hear that because now I see where God is taken. So, ter- so Terry, you and Dana now, you, you have been on dozens and dozens of outreaches with Eight Days of Hope, uh, rapid response, rebuilding. You've helped wire the national headquarters. You've worked recently here in Buffalo. Dana, um, you know, you were out in Colorado for a while serving a church. So when I look at your history, and that's why, you know, when, I, when people say, well, Terry and Dana, this is where God has them and this is where he's leading them, you've been pretty flexible in your journey where, where a lot of people like, no, I'm going to do this and here's the plan. But, but describe to our listeners what it means to be flexible and, and, and just share a little bit about the, the mindset of someone who's willing to go where the Holy Spirit leads. We do just, just try to stay in tune to where God is leading through his word, through prayer, just to know where he's working and to listen to needs uh, and to seek those out, uh, just to be open. We just try to be available at any time uh, to go wherever he is leading. And that uh, it's kind of adventurous. And most of our family thinks we're crazy because we (laughs) never know where we'll be from day to day. So I tell people, uh, when we were in Colorado full-time, people would say, what's an, a day like in the life of a missionary? And then since we've not been there and doing rapid response and doing different things, people are like, so what's it like now? I said, well, first you watch the weather every morning and you make <laughs> sure your clothes are washed. Mm. There you go. Important things, right? Important things. Um, so you have grandkids in Uganda. Um, are you tempted, not tempted, wrong word, are you drawn to going back to Uganda? Is that where you feel like, where's God taking you next? Neither Terry or myself feel uh, the call to go and live in Uganda permanently. We do pray that we get to go back continuously to help out and just serve Mm. uh, wherever we can in whatever way we're needed to help fulfill and assist them in that ministry there 
And now, recently, Terry, um, gosh, I'm taking over here, Mike. I'm no, sorry. No, you're One not. more quick question. We'll go to a break. And, Mike, <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll yield to you this next segment. Oh, no. We're recently, you guys were licensed or certified with a, a, a missionary organization. Um, explain that organization and, and what's all going on there. We, uh, it was the Mississippi Mission Network. There you go. And uh, we had actually been a part of it the whole time. Okay. Um, uh, when we were with the North American Mission Board, we were MSC missionaries. That's right. And uh, we have to raise our own funds. Sure. And, uh, but um, uh, the North American Mission Board did away with that program. Okay. So actually Colorado and Mississippi, the state uh, does a program similar to that. We are actually CMT missionaries also with Colorado. the Colorado mission okay. team. Neat. And uh, so um, with that, and then uh, the uh, we went the other day to a meeting down there, and they want to upgrade the, the program and and make it mm-hmm. official, sure. you know. And, that's, and we were one of the first ones that they gave us a certificate. Love it. Uh, Love and it. commissioned us there. Wow. So, Mike... <laughs> You know, I'm here. I, I know yeah. <laughs> everyone. Okay. Well, introduce Mike Fiala to you, Mike. So you and I, you know, we live in our homes and we kind of know where we're going to be this next year, two years. Sure. How hard is it for someone? I mean, they've been everywhere. Sure. They've been. They were in another country for weeks. Right. Someone's listening today and they're thinking about the possibility of doing something like this. Um, coach them, counsel them, speak to them, teach them. What's going through your mind hearing their, well, their, their stories? First of all, I don't know how much time you have in this segment. Yeah, when go we, ahead. When we do come back, I want to ask you for some God stories that you shared with my wife, Doris, and I about how God provided for you mm-hmm. financially or you were in a difficult situation and you didn't know. You only have maybe, I think you said one time you only had like 10 bucks in your, in two, $2 in, and, and the bills are coming in and God provided. Wow. But what, what, what always motivates me and this, all these stories all come down to, God is saying something to an individual, and they have a choice at that moment to, to say, yes, Lord, and take that step without knowing, because we always want to figure it out in our heads first. Okay, now there's some practical th- things you always know you got to work through, but you got to know that you know that you know that God is leading in that direction, and he will be faithful to provide physically, financially, relationship-wise, whatever is necessary to get the job done, because he's the one that's calling you and your skills and your uh, your ideas and He's the one that's going to put them into action and provide for them. Mike, I'm a planner. I like to have my ducks not only in a row, but the feathers sure. all brushed the same way. This is really a faith story. It is. Every week when we meet these missionaries and these people who are serving on the front lines for Jesus, every time when I wrap up, we wrap up the interview, I always think about their faith. And I wonder, gosh, I hope I have faith sure. that's even close to theirs, right? Yeah. Just stepping out. Two bucks in your pocket? Good night. Well, you, you've got to be a planner. Nothing. I mean, you definitely got to plan things out and, and work that plan. But Dana said something <clears throat> earlier. It's listening to the voice of the Lord and learning what that voice is. And sometimes he's going to just you stick with that plan, Steve, or I'm going to tweak it here. And are we flexible enough to let the Lord tweak us? <laughs> Well, today we're talking to Terry and Dana Pickens. They're missionaries. They have served around the world, both after natural disasters, orphanages, and so much more. Uh, They were in a community, I think it's called the City of Dinosaur in Colorado. We'll talk to them more here in just a minute. Also, there's another story I want them to share with our listeners. 
Um, but I'm going to ask them at break if we're okay to bring it up. But, hey, you're listening to Hope Rains here, a broadcast of WDCX. We'll be back in just a minute. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service. Or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. The Hope Reigns, a broadcast of eight days of hope here on WDCX today. Mike Fiello and I, uh, Mike, yes. I'm going to let you carry this segment a little bit longer. Oh, no, no, Equal no, time, no right? worries about I that. Know you're I, about I, that. Hey. But we're with Terry and Dana Pickens. They're missionaries. They have served with Eight Days of Hope since day one when Terry thought he was going to be part of a crew and end up being the lead electrician <laughs> the crew. at Eight Days of Hope 1. Um, very quickly, what has been your most favorite Eight Days of Hope trip? Anything, rapid response, rebuilding. Is there a trip that you can think of that for whatever reason, for whatever, because I know you help lead worship. Dana, you work in the office. You make food. I mean, you guys do so much. Is there one trip that kind of sticks out as like, oh, that was a really cool experience? <laughs> Anything come to your mind? Actually, the first one always comes back to my mind sure. because of things like we discussed at the Pizza Hut and all the people that I met uh, from the different uh, walks of life, different uh, denominations. Yes. I want to say this too. When when we're in worship or when we're with with Eight Days of Hope in general, uh, it just reminds me of what heaven's going to be like. Mm-hmm. I've always said that, you know, that it's just everybody doing the one things, worshiping the Lord, you know, and, and spreading the love of Jesus. But uh, the first trip is the one that always comes back. Nice. I, there were so many people that said, you know, I don't know what I was going to do. And then and then here come eight days of hope, you know. Wow. Or what about you, Dana? Is there one? I can't really say just one in particular. They all just kind of blend together in love. And, you know, just we've met so many friends, so many of the people who come to serve together. Uh, 
and they share their stories and they share how it's changed their lives and just to be a part and just seeing that is is wonderful so let me back up a little bit you said he had uh, friends or relatives that thought what are you guys doing you got a business going and now you're running around the world <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> with two bucks in your pocket <laughs> two bucks in your pocket <laughs> tell us how god has provided uh, maybe a special story about for those that are listening say i don't know if i could step out like that how does god take care of you i know uh, <clears throat> i will say that uh, a lot of people asked if we retired i said no we just quit and we went and uh that's I like what we that. did. I like we that. quit and we went and we trust God and it is scary. I'm not going to tell you it's not, but we do trust God. But I'll tell you this one. I'll try to be very quick about the two dollars and seventy one cents. We were in Dinosaur, Colorado, living in a camper. There was two feet of snow on the ground, and it's probably ten below zero. And I came in. I had a coffee ministry. I would go to the local restaurant. I came home, and I told Dana. I said I'm, I'm going to have to get some gas in the in the truck you know we got any money and uh, she said well i just looked and we got 71 cents in our bank account so i looked in my billfold and i had two dollars two dollars so we had two dollars and 71 cents i said okay i know the lord didn't bring us up here to just dump us in the snow Hmm. now we could have called home you know and got funds or whatever but we were trusting the lord and um before we left the our church had fixed up some some cards that we opened every day that had a year's worth so the whole month of uh, January we opened them up and it was just we're praying for you and 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 how you doing not a single dollar bill or anything in them February when I came in and, and told her that the whole month of February there was five dollars there was twenty dollars every card we opened up had a dollar and it had money in it and uh, from then on, uh, we have not been down to $2.71 again. Praise Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, I don't get speeches very often, Mike. <laughs> but talk about trusting in the Lord. Yeah. I mean, $2.71. I would be freaking out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it was scary. You know, I mean, I'd be... And I I know these guys, so I can say this, but two Mississippians and two feet of snow is another scary story, (laughs) right? But but did you ever feel like God left you, that he had just maybe forgot about the pickings? No. No. Uh, uh, We did feel alone, but we knew God was with us. Right. I know that sounds contradicting. We felt alone, but we knew God was with us. I understand that. We've got a little part of the segment I want to devote to your son. Uh, Michael, I believe, right? Michael, yeah. yes. And I should remember that because I had prayed for Michael many times. Um, I don't want to exaggerate, but, but many times after conversing or having conversations with you guys, we'd just be driving down the road. As you have prayed for my kids, I know you have. And as I prayed for your kid, Mike. That's right. Um, something about body of believers standing in the gap for one another. But mm-hmm. who wants to share a little bit about your son's journey and the faith that you two had? Go ahead, Terry. We, um, uh, uh, when uh, Michael was 18 years old, he left home, just out of the blue, gone. And uh, he was gone for 14 years. Now, not to say we didn't have contact with him. Sometimes he would come home and sometimes not. But he went just as far, I call it, to the dark side. And he got involved with the homosexual uh, and uh, lifestyle. 
And for 14 years, this went on back and forth. And uh, uh, of course, we never, we never told him he couldn't come home. We had unconditional love like God has us. Church, hear that now, because that's one of the mm-hmm. big points that's that it. we need to that's remember it. for those that might be looking uh, or are lost. A drug addict, this lifestyle you mentioned, someone who's you know abandoned their family. Unconditional love is so important. Go right. ahead, Terry. God loves us unconditionally, but he can't, see sin. he can't look at sin, you know. So we love our son unconditionally. He could come home at any time. And they couldn't bring that with him, you know, or partner or anything like that. I mean, but he knew, and he knew that. He said that when he came home. But last year, a week before Christmas, I got a text. And when I looked at that text, it's just something I knew different. Mm. It said, uh, Daddy, can I come home? I can't do this anymore. Mm. And uh, it was right before Christmas. I had run to the grocery store. She was making some goodies, so I had to go get some stuff. And I came home. Uh, before I texted him back, I came home and I told Dana. And I said, look. And we just both nearly broke down and cried. But I texted him back. I said, do you need us to come get you? Do you need us to send money? He said, if you'll just send me gas money, I can get home. So we wired him some gas money, and every, everything he had, was, uh, what was left, was in his car and came home. Mm. And uh, he stayed with us. He ended up, he realized he wasn't saved. He got saved. He has straightened out. He's been at home this whole year. He's got a job, doing good. He came home the other day and, and just sat down with a glow on his face and said, I didn't know life could be this joyous. I was so oh, blinded. And uh, he, he, he's just doing so good now. But we prayed for that boy for 14 years. I almost gave up on the uh, verse where it says, train up a child. I did. I was doubting that verse. But uh, I just kept praying, even though I doubted. But, but anyway. You, he's you know what story comes to my mind as you guys are sharing that? The prodigal son. I knew Pro- it. I the knew prodigal you son. You know, yeah, and that's it. Um, you know, sometimes we go to our wits end. But God is faithful. He'll never, ever give up on a mom and a dad's prayer. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's not necessarily focus on the sin. There's parents out there right now, and I've been there. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've been where, there. where you just want to give up. And right. you're like, Lord, what did I do? What did we do wrong? Um, why is my kid rebelling? Why is my, I'm not saying my daughter is doing this, but... You know, why, why, is, why is my child, why doesn't he know you? Why, why is he living this lifestyle? Why is he caught up in drugs? Why is my kid run from you? There's parents out there right now, and they're feeling hopeless. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I own that T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, Lord. Where are you in all of this? Right. Mm-hmm. So help those out there right now driving down the road or listening to the radio, Dana. They're going through their mind, and they have no hope. There is no way in their mind they think this thing can turn around. Help them. What can you speak to them? Just cling to God's promises. Read throughout the Bible of God's promises for his people. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. And just continue to pray for that child. Show grace. Show God's love. Uh, and just reach out to them through love in any way that you you can continue to show them that. 
you know something I, I think about uh, something that my own mom and dad prayed for me when I was a rebellious 21 year old hopping on a motorcycle going out going out west and going to find myself and all this other stuff but I found myself opening my Bible and my that they had put in my backpack and they highlighted this verse and I happened to just fall into it and it's Jeremiah 29 yeah, you know that. Love that verse. For I know the plans I have for you. So mom and dad, pray that over your children that, and agree with, God, you have plans for my child, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm them, but plans to give you hope and give them a, a future. And I'm, I'm kind of we're making that personal, but you guys have, have lived that, and, and it's not about, I've got to be careful here, it's not about our faithfulness, even though we've got to be faithful to pray. Oh, that's good. But once we get to a point that we're at our wit's end, God has still got, Terry, Dana, I'm with you. I know your struggles. I know your wrestle. I know your frailty. I know your strengths and your weaknesses. I got this. I got this. And if you're listening out there, I know, Steve, you went through a lot with, uh, with some, of your, uh, some of your boys, um, one in particular, but God has got his hand on Stephen's life. God has got his hand on your family, and you're going to be seeing in the days to come just a change, a change. And it's just like he is faithful. Find encouragement in that. Find hope in that. Find peace in that. Find rest in that because outside of that, we could be on a path, a slippery slope, right. and that's not good for any of us. We need to be men and women of God praying and believing that God has a plan for us. I remember, Terry, you sharing this story with me, and I remember the tears in your eyes. And, you know, we've seen, you know, if you have children, you know, there, there's... Th you know, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I really don't care. You can be a governor. You can be a pastor. You can be, you know, um, you know, lead a ministry. Kids go through challenges because we, we had challenges, right, individually, right, That's the four right. of us. But one thing that my mom never did is she, I knew that every day, I mean every day, she prayed for me before I knew the Lord. Still prayed for me after I knew the Lord. But that's one thing I appreciate the two of you is that, you never turned your back. There's a there's an article, Mike, and we need to make this available. If you're listening today and you're confused on how to love your wayward child, there's a great article. Google it. It's by I think I think he's a doctor, Dr. Piper, John Piper. Okay. Um, and he has a, it's twelve ways to love your wayward child. It's amazing. Mm. It, it talks about not compromising, but right. still loving still unconditionally. Loving. So you're not in essence endorsing a lifestyle or sin. But what you're doing is you're ex you're showing Jesus's unconditional love that That's He has right. for us, That's right. for your own kid. Because if you can't stand in your gap for your kids, who's going to do it? Right. right. Who's going to do it? But right. what I appreciate, Terry, you were so real, and there were so many times. Again, I don't know if it was six or twenty-six, that when I would think about you and Dana or your son, I'd be driving down the road or thinking about one of my kids, you know, who's given, who's kept me humbled, and and has still is on a, a unique journey. And, and just praying for him, yeah. you know, praying that God would meet him right where, that God would put people in his life that would, that would not just speak truth, but live truth. That's right. Mm. That's what I prayed, too, for God to put somebody in his life, because sometimes your children don't want to listen to you, but they listen yeah. to someone else. Yeah, and absolutely. I prayed that. I did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're talking to Terry and Dana Pickens. They're missionaries. And so is there a way that someone could go online and support the two of you 
if uh, if you have that information, and maybe Mike, I know you got the pen, you can write it down. We'll share it again. So if you don't have a pen, grab a pen. You've always wanted to, to sponsor a missionary, right? This couple, two dollars and seventy one cents in their pocket. They didn't say they didn't give up. They stayed on the mission field. They're in Buffalo. They were here last year serving Western New York with eight days old Buffalo. You're getting ready now to go back to Colorado, I think, maybe for a time period. You've worked with eight days of hope. I know you're still serving with us. I told Terry the other day, Terry, you can serve with us every day of the year that you want to. Uh, we <laughs> will never please. fire a volunteer, man. Keep on coming, brother, because they are so gifted. But is there a website, Dana, you can share? We do not have a website. Okay. Uh, it would either uh, be mail Union County Baptist Association at P.O. Box 1014, New Albany, Mississippi, 38652, is for a tax-deductible donation. Uh, or not, they handle everything uh, in the office for us there. Okay, when we go to ask, again, I didn't get all that, but you don't, you don't need to say that because that's, that's, that's something folks need to connect with and so let's do guys. this at the end of the show we're about to go into our last segment we'll share the information again i know there's some families out there that sponsor a compassion child we've had one in haiti for 15 years and it's i think it's 38 bucks a month every month comes out i would challenge a listener for 38 dollars a month because that is about what 13 times as much as you had in your pocket that day of two dollars <laughs> and 71 cents but yeah we're going to give you that but you can share you can you can you can help a missionary couple that is on the front lines for Jesus. Yes. What a journey he has you guys on. Mm. What a journey. Are you ever going to write a book? <laughs> you buy my book and I'll buy your book. How's that, right? And then we'll all, Mike will give us free copies because he really go. likes oh, us. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. How can we pray for you before we kind of part ways? Just pray that we will continue to, to seek, first of all, God's direction. And uh, that he will reveal that clearly to us. Mm. Yeah. Father, we thank you for Terry and Dana Pickens. Father, I just pray that today their conversation encouraged a listener that maybe is battling faith issues, that they, they kind of have faith, but they don't have the real faith that you want us right. to have in you. Thank you for their faithfulness, for the time that Terry and Dana found $2.71 in their bank and in their pocket in the middle of nowhere in Colorado with snow all around them. These Mississippian missionaries That's continued right. to stay faithful to what you have called them to do. Father, we pray for wisdom. Show them clearly where they should move, where they should, what door they should walk through. Father, we rejoice in the victory that Michael, their son, has in you. Right. By knowing you, thank you that they have you have re reunited this family and helped them work through some significant challenges. And, Father, mm -hmm. for those out there listening today who feel like giving up on their child, mm -hmm. I pray, Father, that they would continue to stay the course, to lift them right. up, uh, Father, to you daily in prayer. Mm -hmm. Father, you love us, and sometimes we're unlovable. Let us show that same love for our loved ones, our family. Thank you for the pickings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys. And you're, and you're going home with some New York apples. Oh, hey, yeah. Right? I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were more excited than Terry. He was like, I don't think he was as excited as you were, but that's all right. Hey, uh, you're listening to a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope called Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber, and Mike Fiel is with you as well. We'll be back in just a minute here on WDCX. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country over the past 14 years and have served families whose homes were damaged by hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, and other disasters. 
Over 5,500 families have received assistance with the rebuilding of their homes for free on the name of Jesus. Over $50 million of labor has been donated by over 40,000 volunteers. Now God has opened another door for Eight Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This fall, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new arm of the ministry. We will be helping existing ministries who provide safe homes for sex trafficked victims with an option for us to build or renovate a facility so they can expand their care. Please be in prayer as this new ministry launches. For more information about Eight Days of Hope, our rapid response arm, our rebuilding arm, or now our safe house construction arm, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, 8daysofhope.com. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tyber and Mike Fiala. Today we had the Pickens, Terry and Dana Pickens. I'm telling you, and stories. You know, they have been all over the world, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, Mississippi. He thought he was going to serve on a crew. <laughs> I, I really think our God sometimes... Yeah. Just like kind of laughs, like Steve, you thought you were in control. Terry, uh, yeah. you thought you knew what you were doing, but I had some bigger plans for you. <laughs> he led the electrical part of, of of Eight Days of Hope One for eighty four homes. That is incredible. Eighty four homes, Mike. I, 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 that's not my expertise, but I, I, I can put my head there and say, what, what, what's going on here? I mean, Terry must have just got there, and you know, but of course, his demeanor. He knew that he was called to be there. So Pleasant humble. attitude. So you know, I'm sure it was kind of times internally you're freaking out, but, uh, you know, God just took him one step at a time. He was obedient, and it just worked. It really worked. So they left. You know, he used – he didn't share this, but he, he used to lead a, a business that okay. did electrical work. He and his wife walked away from the world as most know it, and mm. they said, yes, Lord, I'm ready. Use That's me. That's right. And, and Dana is such a sweetheart. I mean, the two of them are just – you know, you can see God put them together well before the calling because they just complement each other. And there's just a, I said we had them in our home once and we got saved again just because they were there. <laughs> 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 that was beautiful. Uh, and Terry helps out with worship. Dana helps in the office. So yeah. maybe Dana is not the skilled electrician that Terry is. But mm-hmm. l- listeners, if you're looking to get involved in a ministry, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. And under get involved, just give us your email address. We won't we won't blow up your email. I promise. Mm-hmm. We will only email you. We'll, we'll, we'll at the end of the year. We'll talk about what God accomplished this past year through eight days open our plans. But other than that, you'll only get an email to tell you where we're going, and then you there choose you to volunteer or not. If you do, it's free. Mm-hmm. We provide the food and lodging. 
they've been all over the world with mm. with AD. Well, they've been all over the country with AD's hope. They've also been to Uganda. Yeah. Now that I can uh, imagine, I've just the overseas. I have never been overseas. Uh, when I think about uh, that, uh, yeah, right. <coughs> We've never asked him. Why. He said he saw a lion or something. <laughs> he in did see a lion. I, I bet that he saw more than that. And then their story about their son Michael. Oh my. And you know, you have a you have a daughter. I have five mm-hmm. kids. Right. Never are all five walking. You know, right in line, right? I mean, because we right. don't. I mean, we, no. we stray sometimes oh. and we stumble, we skin our knees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, their faithfulness and how God rewarded their prayers. And, you know, they shared their prayer needs with some right. close friends. And the 14 years needs to be emphasized. I mean, 14 years. Can you imagine? I mean, I sometimes I go 14 days. It didn't change. I'm upset, you know. But 14 years. Praise God for their faithfulness and God's faithfulness. I tell you, church, um, faith is such a important part of our journey in life faith for that our faith, god's yeah. not going to abandon our family that's right uh, he's going to provide um he's jehovah jireh how he takes care of our kids even when we feel like there's no way out for them right. uh, when we almost are tempted to give up maybe we do give up we mm-hmm. turn our backs because we're flesh still and right. we, you know we get worn out uh, there was so much that was shared today uh, mm-hmm. during the pickings. Thank you to Terry and Dana. So um, Thanksgiving, we've only got about a minute, Mike. We're a couple days away, brother. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you hold me accountable. I'll hold you accountable. My goal is not more than three pounds. Not more than three pounds. Okay, let's let, let's three pounds. Let's find a scale when we leave the studio. Now we we'll weigh ourselves. <laughs> we come back, we we'll weigh ourselves again. What do you think? Three pounds. <laughs> three. Okay, maybe five. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Five's be- better. <laughs> uh, oh man, I hope that you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Share this podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. If you want to check it out, share it with others. That'd be great as well. But we are so thankful for our partners, Life Church, Eight Days of Hope. Uh, love our friends over at Kingdom Bound as well. Got some amazing guests coming up the next couple weeks. Mike, do do us a quick favor. Uh, say a quick prayer before we, we enter in this big week of Thanksgiving. Right. So much to be thankful for. We're thankful for the pickings, thankful for the volunteers. But why don't you close in prayer, please? Father, let thankfulness rule and reign in our hearts. Yes. Even if we think that there's something that some of us might need to be stretched to find out what we got to be thankful about. But there's always something, God. May there be peace in our homes, peace in our hearts, peace in our churches, peace across this nation and upon across this world. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name. I love you, Mike. I tell you, I love your heart. Thank you, brother. Thank you for being my friend, and and thank you for all that you do for the kingdom as well. Bless you and your family, too. Yeah, happy Uh, Thanksgiving. Thank you, and you too. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Remember, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we have a YouTube channel. You would love some of the videos that are on our YouTube channel. Meet some of the families the volunteers have served. Eight days after a disaster, uh, or excuse me, after a disaster, strangers show up. And eight days later, a home is rebuilt, but way much bigger than a home. Uh, Hope is restored. Faith has been birthed. And it's all because of Jesus. Man, I hope and pray that you know Jesus. Uh, Thank you for listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We'll be back next Saturday. God bless you and happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at eightdaysofhope.com.